right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean the Irishman King. What's up, everybody? Sean, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. We're back in the studio once again. Late night as usual. Yeah. And we're here to talk about some comic book stuff. We are. We're half sleep. Eyes a little droopy. Nah. Yawning like crazy. We're good. We're ready to go. (laughs) You ready to switch it? Yeah. Yeah. You all prepared Lights already today? on, man. Everybody out there knows we're recording. All right. No, it's it's happening. It's going down in the stew, in the capes, cows, and close calls cave. Just came up with that. Added another C on there. You know what I mean? See how I did that? Made it a cave, huh? Damn right. Not a fortress of solitude. We went cave. I mean, it could be a fortress. Not it could a watchtower. It could be a watchtower. It's the Avengers headquarters. It's just the Avengers headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it? No, not great. I mean, they had a mansion at one point. Right. This is right, surely right. not a mansion. So, but hey, we're here. We're here to talk about some comic books. And we're here to get real depressing. It is going to be a depressing episode. It won't be depressing. It'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be an interesting episode, but we are going to be talking about some dark shit, man. Yeah, man. Brace yourselves for this one. It's gonna be intense. This is uh, this is not for our younger audience. You know what I mean? Not for the faint of heart. Not for the faint of heart. I feel like we're really hyping this up. <laughs> we're hyping it a real whole lot. We should get some like sad music to play in Man, the background. I'm telling you, dude, we need somebody just sitting here making sound effects for us. That's what we need. We definitely do. Add in soundtracks. You know what I mean? That'd be great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. So today, the the main topic of today is uh, darkest moments in comics. Marvel and DC, as usual. Yeah. As usual, I'm gonna tackle the Marvel stuff. You're gonna go with the DC stuff, and we're gonna we're gonna make some people sad, uncomfortable, disturbed. Just, you know, we're all gonna come out better the other side. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll all just be, just be like, "Yeah, we're gonna read a comic in my life." <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. We seem to have a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're back here, better than ever. Better than. Ever. Even Batman has technical difficulties sometimes, but we're here. Does it? I don't know, man. I just felt like it'd be a cool thing to say. I was just All comparing right. it to a cave, the Fortress of Solitude. Remember the one time the, the things in the Fortress of Solitude flipped out and tried to kill Superman? You remember that? No. I'm just making some shit up. <laughs> what was that? I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. No, I just made that up. I just... Hoping you'd go along with it, but I guess we went on the same. I remember, page. I remember Mongo taking some of those weapons and messing some things up. Mm. I remember Superman getting that package of that like alien that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good episode of. That was uh, a good episode. <laughs> is it Justice League or Justice League Unlimited? I think it's Unlimited, that's right? Unlimited, yeah. yeah, for the man who has everything. That's the name of the episode. I remember that. Oh, look at you, man. Yeah, man. It's like the. All right, because it's his birthday. Yep, yep. And Batman yeah, just gets right, some cash. Right. Yep. He's like, I just got him cash. I mean, to be fair, it's probably, yeah, it probably a lot of cash. Yeah. It was probably a lot of cash. Anyway. I also made you wealthy. <laughs> exactly. I mean, 
he is just a news reporter, right? So he right. doesn't make that much money. No, not at all. I mean, he's the strongest man on the planet, but still, yeah, he's kind of broke, huh? I mean, he lives in like a in a condo, but I think I think he owns it. Who I mean, it, it seems pretty could just nice, be an apartment, but yeah, it could be. All right, cool. So anyway, back to some dark stuff. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the darkest moments in comics. Uh, I'm gonna tackle it's Marvel. Just like You're gonna some of them. Yeah, some of them, not all of them. There's quite a, a bunch. Few. Yeah, there is a bunch. We picked five that stand out. Not right. necessarily the darkest, but they're damn close. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, I, I saw a few lists, uh, you know, but I kind of went with, with what I was feeling. You know what I mean? Right. Me too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. But uh, I feel like I always start. How about you start this time? Do you always start? I always That's because I start the show. Whenever we do lists, I know, but then I always start. I mean, I can start if you want, but I feel like. We should change things up. I feel smidge. like we shouldn't mess with the formula. Right. I mean, don't fix something that's not broken, Sean. You know what I mean? I mean, spice is the variety of life. Yeah, I, I get that. But, you know, I know mama said life is like a box of chocolates, but sometimes you get the one that has like <laughs> raspberry feeling and it's disgusting. So we don't want that. We, we want to stick to the good chocolates, the ones that we know. You know what I mean? All right, man. All right. When's the last time you bought an assorted box of chocolates? I don't know if I've ever actually bought You know one why? Because half of them are disgusting. You don't know which ones are disgusting and which ones are good. You get in the sorted box and you only like three to four of them. I just get the box of the ones you know you like. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are we doing? Have you ever heard the, uh, I think it's on Conan, but he's got the Avengers cast out there. And he's like asking all the guys, uh, you know, is like who's the most attractive like is there a consensus have you seen this video clip no i don't think so and uh anthony mackie uh falcon yeah is like well you know it just depends what you like you know some people like steaks some people like pork chops <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean it's true <laughs> and then there's uh chris pat in there he's like yeah i think i'm the pork chop <laughs> <laughs> And then I think Maggie's like, you know, some people like salmon because, you know, like, like I'm salmon because I'm like, I'm like, good for you. <laughs> Hilarious. This man. I always saying some wild stuff. I know. All right. All right. Uh, my list is not in any particular order, though. Yeah, me neither. So the first one I'm talking about is from the comic book, The Killing Joke. We know well. And uh, if you're a big fan of ours, you've probably heard our episode about it. Yep. Yep. We've talked about it multiple times, I feel. Um, the jo- I mean, I could have done a whole... I could have done all five with things that Joker has done, but easily. The idea in this comic book is is Joker is trying to prove uh, to Batman that you know anybody could be him. It just takes one single bad day. Once and for so, all, he's trying to make that point. Yeah, and so he's he's using Commissioner Gordon to give him that bad day. So what does he do? Is he, you know, breaks into the apartment. He shoots Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Uh, through the spine, paralyzes her. Yeesh. Um, kidnaps Commissioner Gordon. Oof. Takes off Barbara Gordon's clothes. It's uh, kind of left to the reader's um, interpretation. Interpretation. If he goes beyond taking the pictures, mm. uh, but then proceeds to take Commissioner Gordon's clothes off, put him into a roller coaster ride naked, and show him all of the pictures. Yeah, he puts him in a tunnel of, of love, right? Yeah. And all the pictures of his daughter bleeding out, shot, and naked. That's messed up, man. Super messed up. That is 
It doesn't work either. Uh, yeah, because he's he's trying to drive Commissioner Gordon insane, right? Right. Like, he's trying to. That's one of the people Batman look up looks up to, and he's just like, "I'm going to show you. I'm going to yeah. drive this guy." Yeah, and Commissioner Gordon uh, tells him not to kill the Joker as he goes after the Joker, and that's one of the more popular things. The many of the many popular things of this comic book is is one. Um, at the end, the Joker tells a, la- a joke that makes Batman laugh, and then the panel cuts out, and only Batman's laughing, and Joker's no longer laughing. Right. And does Batman kill the Joker? And that's like another thing that's left your interpretation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we see him right before the panel. He like puts his hands on the Joker's shoulders, right, closer to his neck. Yeah. And then we wonder if he chokes him out. Now, did you think he killed him? I don't know. I've always stuck with no. Yeah, I don't think so. My brother and I have often debated about this. He thinks he killed him? He thinks he killed him. He's like 100% confident that he killed him. Wow. I mean, what else would make the Joker stop laughing? Yeah. But you know what? Batman doesn't kill. Yeah, that is his number one rule. I mean, he could have just like choked him until he was unconscious. Right. And then held back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. All right, what you got? All right. So, funny enough, Spider-Man has had a lot of messed up moments in comic books. Oh, I know he has. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, one of the youngest superheroes in Marvel Comics has had just some of the darkest shit happen to him. Yep. Like, just real rough stuff. Um, So, it was... There were quite a few moments that could have made this list, uh, including like a couple I have in my honorable mentions are like Gwen Stacy's death, right? Like, true. We still, I think I'm not, sh- I don't remember for sure if they confirmed it, but basically Green Goblin throws her off a building, and then Spider Man catches her at the last second, but her neck snaps, and we don't know if her neck snapped because she still hit the ground or because him stopping her caught the force, like the jerk caused her neck to snap and killed her so oh pretty dark moment though but like i said that's in my honorable mentions uh but the one i chose to go with is one that i feel like most people don't know i like it hit me like i feel like a lot of people know the gwen stacy one right but this one maybe in a movie exactly we saw it in the movie but this one happened in the comic book spider-man rain right um so it's it's in the future. It's set in in the future, and basically, it's an older Spider Man, and Mary Jane Watson has died from cancer. We come to find it's a out. an episode, guys. Yeah, we we come to find out. We just stop right there. <laughs> she died from cancer because the basically because Spider Man has radioactive sperm. Yep. And that is what led to her cancer, which then led to her death. Man, and we see depressing. him holding her corpse, crying over it, saying, like, I realized the doctor said that they found radioactivity in your blood. My blood is radioactive. I'm the only one who could have put that radioactivity inside of you. So messed up. Man, it's messed up. I wonder if that was 
That could I I'd be really surprised if that was Stanley and uh and Jack Kirby. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah. No, no, no. They never it went was, quite that dark. Nah. No, no, no. It was it was much much after their time, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. It's... What else Stanley would have felt about that? I feel like he would have been upset. Well, I mean, I'm sure he knew about it, but it wasn't it wasn't a part of like Spider-Man's main like continuity. You know what right. I mean? It was like a one-off story. Let me see what year it came out cuz I don't remember. Let's see, release. Nope, release date. I'm going to guess 1982. <laughs> no, it came out in 2006. 2006. My God. Yeah. Recent, man. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah. Rough stuff for Spider-Man, dude. I know. Real rough stuff. Isn't <laughs> it? Is Spider-Man on any of your other ones? I don't want to give one any away. Um, No. I I only like I said I only chose that one because Spider Man has a few. He has one where like, man, what is it? It's like uh, everybody forgets like about him at one point or some shit. Everybody forgets about Spider Man. Yeah. Ah, mm. never mind. I don't remember quite what it is. I'm gonna say it wrong. I'll just go to my number two. Fair enough. Uh, so my my second one's about Arsenal, aka. Red Arrow, aka Speedy. I forgot about him. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Uh, so part. Of I love it, how you led with Arsenal. That was clever because it threw me <laughs> off. If you had just said Speedy right off the bat, I'd have knew exactly what you were talking about. At the time this took place, what I'm gonna say was Arsenal. Was he? Yeah. Man, this is more he... than all right. So he's addicted to heroin, which is what you're you're thinking about, right? Yes. So I have more than just just the heroin. Oh wow, really? Okay. But I mean, yes. I never read that storyline, but it's a it's a big one like the right. comic book the cover of that comic is like iconic like yeah it's shown all over the place because it happened during the green lantern green arrow like team up run right right i yeah. think green lantern like tells green arrow because he had no idea right and then right. he walks in on speedy so doing heroin while uh arsenal is fighting Cheshire, who was his past girlfriend, mm-hmm. villain, captures her, and then you know they start kind of they start kind of fooling around. You know, sometimes what you do with your past girlfriends, <laughs> your current girlfriends, current girlfriends, your past girlfriend, whatever it may be. Right, right. But uh, you know, he's got a drug problem, so yeah, he, uh, he couldn't he couldn't arise to the occasion. Wow, that was in the comic book. It's in the comic book. Jeez. So to blow- it's a real dark moment as a man. To blow off some steam from not being able to rise to the occasion, he went to beat up some bad guys and then score some heroin. (laughs) Wow. After he, you know, scored some heroin in his uniform still. So he's still speedy. He's still Still Arsenal. Arsenal. And he's now, you know, super tripping. He uh, sees his daughter being attacked by these guys in an alley. And he goes to defend his daughter, beats up all these dudes, only to be stopped by Batman. Uh, in which case, he realizes that what he thought was his daughter was really a dead cat. And he was tripping so hard that he just beat up some random dudes in the alley. Wow. Wow. I know. Holy shit. I was like, jeez. That's intense. Yep. That's Wow, I didn't know they went that far in that comic book, man. So I don't, I don't think it was the original one. You figure out how he's doing here. I think he, he's, he's 
been doing heroin for like you find out for like years and years so they have all these stories of him mm. yeah I'm still fucked up my god i feel like a good chunk of people listening to us probably are surprised that they have him you know that character doing heroin i mean if you watched arrow he was in that show yeah that's true man yeah that's that's wild stuff man yep crazy i got ready for my next one yeah is it, uh-huh. is it that intense so i feel like I feel like DC has much darker moments than Marvel does. Yeah. Because as I was doing, like, like I was researching for mine, all I kept thinking about was the one that you were probably going to put on your <laughs> list. I'm like, God damn, he's got it easy over there, man. Yeah. And like my, you know, they have dark moments, but some of them are like, I guess you had to distinguish between like what's dark and what's just kind of weird and like disturbing. Or like creepy, like for right. ex- for example, right? Like uh, uh, one of the like weirdest, like kind of disturbing moments in Marvel comics is during the Marvel Ultimate Run, where we find out that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who are twins, have I a feel like this counts <laughs> romantic relationship. Right? Like, is that considered dark though, or just fucking weird? I guess it's more just weird and messed up than yeah. it is straight up. Just like dark. Dark. Right? Yeah. So like I didn't include that, but it's still like, it's one of those moments where it's just like, like wow, it's, got a, just... it's like one of those TikTok moments where they got the guy in the sweet home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> sweet home Alabama. Yeah. It's just messed up. Anyway. All right. So number two on my list. So, in the Ultimate Comics, right? Marvel Earth, what was it? 1611, I think. 1911? Something like that. Okay. But the Ultimate Universe, which is like... You got Marvel 616, which is the main Marvel Universe. Then you got the Ultimate Universe, which is like the second most popular, right? Uh, in that universe... For a second. Go ahead. This is completely off, off basis here. Okay. But did you see the thing about the, the second Loki episode? being on the date june 16th so people were like saying oh 616 and that's the episode that's gonna create all the all the time things so to create all the timelines to create all the different universes interesting yeah uh, they released that one on 616 huh sorry continue. you think that was a coincidence or you think people are just really kind of feel like that might have been intentional reaching for whatever they can i don't know uh, it is. It almost seems like they did it just because all the other Marvel shows came out on Fridays. Why is this one coming out on Wednesdays? Yeah, I don't know. I did wonder that. I don't know, man. Maybe they just wanted to switch it up, or maybe they look. I don't know. Kevin Feige, he really, he really thinks some stuff through. Six ten is the Marvel Ultimate Universe. Sixteen ten. Sorry, I don't know why that was. I felt that was so important, but I just really wanted to know. Uh, so it's earth 1610 uh in this universe i mean they just uh, look i feel like their goal was to just make the heroes just a bit edgier just a bit like cooler so to speak i mean they are all pretty cool but like i don't know it was it was weird um but edgier is what they were going for really right so there's a lot of just like fucked up moments that happen in that comic book including scarlet witch and quicksilver uh, you know, banging each other as twins messed up. Um, but one of the darker moments that takes place in that comic book is in the storyline ultimatum, right? So in that storyline, 
the wasp, Janet Van Dyme, she dies. And the blob, you know, the blob, yeah, X Men villain, character. yeah, yep. eats her. What? He straight up, get out of here, chews out her intestines, and then proceeds to say it tastes like chicken. I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say about that. Hold on. So not only does that happen, but then, obviously, Hank Pym, Ant-Man, finds out about it, right? He's furious. So he finds the blob. And in order to get his revenge for Janet, he turns into Giant Man, grabs the blob, and bites his head off. Wow. Yeah. Really thought I was going to do something sciencey to him. Nah, he just straight up bites his head off like a savage. Because like, did the, the Bob kill her or find her dead and ate her? He up? found her dead and ate her. Like insane. The the panel in the comic is him holding her body. And he's huge, right? And she's like, she's not her wasp form, but she's still small. She's yeah. a small girl, right? Like it's basically almost like him. It almost looked like he's holding a doll. She's so small in comparison to him. And you just see, like, intestines hanging out of his mouth. That's and just gross. her whole midsection is just open and bleeding. Super gross. Yeah. And they made the blob look real disgusting in this one. Like, I mean, he's got, like, just messed up skin. He's got all types of pimples and just warts all over his body. He just looks real gross. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Dark shit, man. Depressing. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Freaking hell. All right. Get ready for this one because this one's real. All right. More real than the last two? Jeez. Do you know about Aqua Baby? I feel like I don't want to know. You probably do. Aqua Baby? Aqua Baby. I think I do. I think I do know about this because they kind of tackled it. In the Justice League cartoon, but they didn't go as dark, nearly as dark, right? They didn't quite do it. In the yeah. So, and it, it's a little bit, it was, it was Black Manta and this. Okay. But it was, uh, says it was Ocean Master in the cartoon. Gotcha. Yeah. So, Aqua Baby, being, you know, of Atlantic descent, can actually only breathe underwater. Mm. So, Black Manta kidnapped aqua baby they called him aqua baby i'm just not saying aqua baby. okay it's, it's, that was his name he was he was arthur carey jr but his like codename was aqua baby <laughs> aqua baby aqua baby put him in the spear that was gonna slowly fill with air which would leave for him to suffocate and then made aquaman fight aqualad to the death in order to free him jeez uh Aquaman won the fight. He didn't kill Aqualad, but won the fight, obviously. But by the time he had beat Aqualad, it was too late, and Aqua Baby suffocated to death. Wow. So they yeah. murdered a baby? They murdered a baby. Jeez. This also led to Amira divorcing Aquaman, and he was never, from that storyline, able to like fix his relationship with Aqualad. So he also lost wow. his wife and his best friend. So what... What made Aqualad fight him? I don't know what made them fight. Okay. I think I know, what, know, made, what, I know what made Aquaman, Aquaman fight for. Aqualad. I right. don't know what made Aqualad fight back. Right. Okay. Um, and then Black Manta destroyed uh, the burial ground of Aqua Baby afterwards. Jeez. Like, come on, man. 
it wasn't enough my gosh yeah that's intense man oh so oh why are we doing this sean (laughs) i think that's 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 gotta be my worst one my gosh yeah see that one's real messed up i I don't know if marvel's gone that dark dude all right my gosh i was wondering did you talk about the do you have any other hope van dyne ones um i have it in honorable mention okay Yeah, yeah yeah Uh, you said Hope Van Dyne or Janet? Janet. Yeah, I have it in the honorable mention. If, if we're talking about the same thing. Um, so, in the storyline, Old Man Logan. Have you read it? I haven't actually read that one, no. Okay, I've read it. I know things about it. Yeah, it's more recent, right? Um, I mean, all of it is kind of fucked up, if I'm honest with you. Basically, it's a storyline set in like a post-apocalyptic future, which... They love their post-apocalyptic futures, man. Um, but it's especially a, in X-Men. Yeah, it's a future where the villains basically all teamed up together, and they managed to kill all the heroes. So now they all just kind of run the world, and the world is divided into Who like different territories of different villain leaders. And Red Skull is the president of the United States. Um, but within that, the Hulk also has his own territory and the hulk is uh he's real messed up now man he, he's he's bruce banner both of them they're they're real messed up and um so for starters bruce banner basically had a bunch of incestuous children with his cousin jennifer she hulk she hulk and uh, that, yeah, yeah. His, his explanation was that uh, they thought that the because they dropped some bombs on the planet. Right. So they thought the, the radiation in the air basically made him go crazy. But he was just like, who else was I supposed to do it with? Like she was the only one who could basically take it. Right. Because she's also a Hulk. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So they have a bunch of kids and they have grandkids and like they're all like they basically set them up as like trailer so was, trash right yeah his kids were having kids yeah yeah Jeez. yeah and i mean they're all related right so right. Uh, like they a lot of them have like you know deformed features and all this kind of stuff anyway long story short a couple of the hulk gang i don't get i don't get either end but i don't get she hawk either because she hawk could have sex with other people right but he couldn't but what was in it for She-Hulk? I don't know. Like, he, what would convince her? He was the only one left, I guess. A lot of pe- a lot of other people have been killed. She could have went and had sex with Red Skull. That's true. Look, I don't know the logistics, man. I just know <laughs> what happened. Anyway. I mean, Red Skull's a super soldier. If I would even be that, like... Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he is... Deeply disturbed by this whole thing, and it, it doesn't make it sense. It is very disturbing. No doubt Such about it. Such a perverted it. writer. Right, it's continue. very dark, man. Uh, anyway... A couple of the Hulk's grandchildren kill Logan's family. And Logan, who hadn't uh, uh, put out his claws in over like 60 years, was just like, yep, I got I got to go kill some people now. And uh, he, he goes full Wolverine on him. He sets out to murder all of the Hulk's, like every single one of them. He's like, I'm killing all of you. And he mostly succeeds. So he eventually makes his way to Bruce Banner, right? 
Bruce Banner has found some kind of in this comic, he's found some kind of way to manage being in his human form, but still retaining some of the strength of the Hulk. So even as Bruce Banner, he can like lift a car. Huh? Weird, right? Super weird. So he's fighting the Hulk, Bruce Banner. He turns into the Hulk and he eats Wolverine, eats him alive. With all the eating, I don't know. I don't know. He just apparently that's what he he he's eats. He he's eating a lot of people apparently. So then, a few panels later, we see the Hulk in pain. Like his stomach is like full. We see that he's like gorged out. It's like super big, right? And uh, one of one of his last surviving grandchildren comes in, or children. I don't remember which one. And uh, he's like, "What's going on?" And he's like, he ate Wolverine and he, his son like remembers like, doesn't Wolverine have a healing factor? So Wolverine is healed within his stomach. And then he just comes clawing his way out of the Hulk and basically just like slices and dices them from the inside, kills the Hulk, kills the rest of the family. And then there was one baby left and he decided to raise that one. Such a crazy story. Yeah, it's insane. So did the Hulk swallow the mental, the metal? S- yeah, the skeleton. Animate, yeah, he, all like of whole? it. Yeah, like a snake. I don't know, man. <laughs> like a snake, I guess. Like how? Actually, let me see. Does he have an? Does he still have his animantium body? And an old man Logan? He might not. It might. What be. happened to it? Might be gone. I don't know. Did Magneto rip it out? Dude, it's been a long time since I've read this story. Got a lot of questions, man. Nah, he still has his animantium body. It's like a snake. That's what we're going with? Yeah, he just chewed him up, man. He's the the Hulk. How did he chew antimantium? Look, Sean. I don't know. I'm telling you he did it. He couldn't have done it. Doesn't make any sense. The Hulk eats Wolverine. It's right there. See if I can pull up some images. It's, I like the full circle-ness of, like, because, you know, Wolverine first appeared in a Hulk comic. <laughs> That's what you like about it? That's what I like about it. I like the full circle part of that. Look at this, man. He just, Wolverine finally got him. Yeah, he did. He just chomps on down on him. Yeah. But what happens with the skeleton? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know, man. Apparently his teeth are strong enough to just... He can rip Wolverine apart and then uh, swallow these pieces. And then Wolverine claws his way out. Like, rah, rah. it's it's like when he busts out of the tank in. No, I get that. In That's in not what I had the question with. Look, man, I don't know how he swallowed his animation. You know what also I, I wonder is the Hulk also has a healing factor. That's true. I mean, I don't know if he heals from this, but. Oh. He's also like super big in this. I don't know why he's so big, but he's like huge. And he looks crazy. Anyway, dark moment. That what you got next. All right. Couldn't leave this one off my list. Let's talk about Jason Todd real quick. Oh, we have to. Yeah. So it's like uh, the classic DC dark moment, man. Yeah. Jason Todd, second Robin. It's a fifteen year old boy. Sets out to go find his biological mother. After hearing uh, 
Bruce Wayne Batman talk to Alfred about maybe Jason Todd needs to take a break because he thinks this is too much for him. Finds his mother. Um, only to realize his mother is being blackmailed by the Joker. And then his biological mother betrays him and gives him up to the Joker and sets him into a trap. Gee, I didn't know that part. Yeah. What happens next? <sighs> Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Jason uh, gets beat nearly to death with, with a, a crowbar. crowbar. Yeah. By the Joker, obviously. Yep. Then tied up in the building with his biological mother, because he's the Joker. He doesn't care that the mother turned him into him. Mm. Then blows up the building to kill them both. Jeez. Yep. Fun little uh, fact about it. Is it fun, though? Is uh. The readers voted on whether Jason would live or die. And so that is true. They did not know how he would die. They didn't know how it was going to happen. But they did vote that he he should die. And while it's super dark, they do bring him back and leads into one of the cooler Batman stories. True. We got a cool character. Under the Red Hood. Yeah, man. But man, super dark. Yeah. Craziness. 15 years old. That's probably the worst part about it. Yeah, beat a 15-year-old boy half to death with a crowbar and then blew him up? Jeez. Crazy. Yeah, it's intense, man. That's some, that's some intense stuff. All right. So, next up, we got, uh, we got a Daredevil story, man. Daredevil has some... Daredevil, in general, is just like... It's a grittier side of Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just... There's some stuff that happens there. I mean, I mean if you watch the Marvel... Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen's rough, man. I mean, if you watch the, the Daredevil Netflix series, like, they didn't just decide to make it that dark and gritty just because. Like, it's not... It's not like what they did with Arrow. You know what I mean? Where they took Green Arrow and they made him darker and grittier and just kind of, like, less goofy and playful. Like, no. Nah, right. Daredevil's actually like this and like that in the comic book, so... Like, it wasn't a, a far stretch from what it really is like. But there was this one Daredevil comic book. So, I mean, we mostly saw Kingpin in the show, but one of Daredevil's biggest villains is Bullseye, as you know, right? right. Um, in this story, Bullseye kills Elektra. He Damn does it. Bullseye. Yeah, he takes her out. She's gone. Um, obviously, Daredevil goes after him. They find themselves in, like, a situation where basically daredevil is hanging from like a power line holding bullseye as they're just like dangling right he's holding him by the hand and daredevil basically decides he's done he's over it and he says you're not gonna kill anyone ever again and he lets bullseye fall to his death that doesn't feel so dark to me man no no i guess so I guess it's in comparison to some of the other ones. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. He, he I mean, he basically him. just didn't save somebody. He actively let him die. Right. I mean, I guess you could argue that he killed him. Kind of like a Batman killing Ra's al Ghul and Batman Begins. I don't have to kill you, but I also don't have to save you. I nailed that. That's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> that was pretty spot on. <laughs> well... And he just uh, leaves them in the freaking train. Is it quite the same though? Because he left them there. Daredevil just let him go. It's not like Daredevil like was like, "I'm not gonna grab you either one way or the other. If you fall, you fall. If you don't, you don't. I'm just walking away." He like lets him go. That's killing him. Yeah, yeah. It's also choosing not to save him. 
which is also killing him. <laughs> right. Yeah, he kills him. He actively kills him. He actively kills him. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, again, these weren't in any particular order. May not be the darkest thing on the list, but I felt like it deserved to be on there because we don't often see heroes kill the villains. And True. Daredevil was just like, yeah, no, nah, I'm done with this shit. You're going to die. Fall. Splat. All right. Yeah. What you got? I just feel like I feel like that one just all right. I was a hero, now I'm a anti-hero. Yeah, I mean, I get that. So you don't feel like it was dark enough? Is I don't what think you're it was dark enough. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck, can you just let go of Bullseye? I told you Marvel doesn't have as many dark Freaking moments. Freaking Hulk just ate Wolverine in your last one. <laughs> <laughs> They're in no particular order, Sean. All right, this next one just, uh, I think it's more messed up than dark. Okay. Uh, but did you know that uh, Hal Jordan dated a 13-year-old? No. Yep, so one of his partners that he was training was a 13-year-old, was an alien, but a girl, um, that developed a crush on Hal Jordan, and he first turns her down, but she has such a infatuation for Hal Jordan that her power ring grew her into an older adult body, and then he was like, all right. Really? Yep. Wow. That's crazy. I know. Still, she's still a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. That is kind of messed up. She was an alien, right? She was an alien. Is her 13 the same as human 13? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> so 13-year-old girl. So 13-year-old girl. Yeah, that's pretty girl. messed up. I mean, she has an adult body now, but yeah, yeah she's super messed up. Yeah, okay. I get that. I mean, that wasn't... I mean, you said it wasn't dark. It was more messed, messed up, up than dark. You definitely started with the heavy hitters and kind of <laughs> went down from there. I told you it was in no particular order. I, I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Last one I got. Uh, this one's pretty dark. You know who Dakin is? Dakin. No. Wolverine's son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so oh, there was a comic where uh, he basically, Dakin, Wolverine's son, led the new Brotherhood of Evil Mutants against logan's new x-force team so wolverine had took over as like the new head of the school for gifted mutants right and he was taking in students and dakin was just like he hated his father so much that he just was like i'm gonna kill every student that you take in and they found themselves face to face with each other uh fighting and wolverine felt that like he basically had no choice but to kill his own son Jeez. And he drowned him in a pool. Drowned him in a pool? Yeah. Did he not have a healing factor? He does, but he apparently that worked. Like, he, he specifically chose to drown him because he felt like it would work. He's just up there like, ah, I don't think I'd survive this. You probably won't. Yeah, so he, he drowned his own son. That's messed up. Yeah, man. Man. Crazy stuff. Anyway, a couple honorable mentions I had was Hank Pym slaps Janet Van Dyne. I thought that was going to be on your list. I, it was, but I didn't. I mean, it's dark, but it's not like Hulk eats Wolverine kind of dark. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's domestic violence. That's fucked up for sure. Don't, don't get me wrong on that. I just felt like. Campbellism is a, was a bit darker. You know what darker. I mean? So I just kind of went with that. Um. 
But yeah, I mean that's why I, that's why I had to come up with like an yeah. honorable mentions list. But that's definitely on there. Another one for Spider Man: Norman Osborn impregnated uh, Mary Jane. No, Gwen Stacy actually. Yeah, yeah, messed up. She was still in high school, and he was uh he was like forty something. That's right. And they had like a little love affair, and he got her pregnant. So that's pretty messed up. And basically, she cheated on Spider Man. Bruce Wayne got Barbara Gordon pregnant. Right yeah. before uh, uh, Dick Grayson was going to propose to her. Crazy. I remember that. That's wild. Um, yeah, like I said, there's a few Spider-Man ones. He got buried alive by Craven the Hunter. The one with Gwen Stacy dying. Messed up stuff. Uh, right. <clears throat> you got the whole series of Marvel zombies, which is basically just all the heroes turned into zombies, and they proceeded to eat humans and each other. And it was just all... It's a whole bunch of messed up stuff in that, man. Like, it's a lot of gruesome things that happen in that series. It's Are we getting, I can't remember, rough. is that in What If? Yes. So it's not its own, it's just part of What it's If. It's just, uh, well, we don't know remember. how far they're going to go with it, but we did see a Captain America zombie in the trailer for Marvel's What If. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, and then, last, but I mean, certainly not least is one that we've actually seen uh, come to the big screen. So I guess it's not that dark since we've seen it, but Thanos killing half the universe. True. Like, you can't take that lightly. Like, does he directly, like, you know, behead or stab somebody to murder them? No, but he still kills half the universe. I got one one, one honorable mention here. All right. Superman and Wonder Woman slept together. Mm Mm-hmm. And created earthquakes that killed countless amounts of people. Gee. <laughs> what? Yeah. I think they completely flooded Hawaii. Wow, really? Yeah. Why didn't they do it in the sky? I mean, they were, but then they were thrusting into the ground, causing earthquakes. That's insane. Yeah. You think that would really happen? You don't think they can't hold back? I don't think it was a matter of that they couldn't hold back. That they just didn't want to? They didn't hold back. Jeez. Because obviously Superman sleeps with Lois Lane. That's what I'm they saying. Children. So you know, yeah. So you know he can like basically not destroy her with every thrust. But right. I'm sure it wasn't intentional. They yeah. didn't realize the ramifications of what they were doing. I guess he was just like, here's somebody who could really take what I can dish out. So I'm going yep. to give it to her. Wow. Apparently that happens in the the Dark Knight universe. Like that's what the stories go beyond and you see. Mm. So it's like the older versions of these characters. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. I never knew that one. That one's that one's new to me. All right. Cool. Cool. Anything else on that? I think uh, I think that's good. That was nice and depressing. Yeah. You. <laughs> I'll say, are you thoroughly depressed yet or what? Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. So um, with all this stuff, with all these depressing things we just talked about. Uh, a lot of villains did a lot of fucked up stuff, right? And um, in some of those cases, the heroes retaliated to the extreme in the sense that they killed the villain, right? And in other cases, they didn't. They kept their moral compass straight. They kept their code. They didn't break their number one rule. They Their ethics stayed intact. And uh, yeah, the villain basically kind of got away with some of the most messed up stuff they could have possibly done. So for our close call for this episode, we wanted to talk about 
should heroes kill when necessary or should they not close call close call it's a it's a hard kind of topic i kind of go a little bit back and forth on it i think yeah what's intriguing about both superman and batman is that they don't kill even though it seems like it would be so easier easy for them to yeah yeah. Um, but then, you know, the Joker does some messed up things. He does, doesn't he? And you have to think, all right, I mean, obviously the Joker's mentally ill. But at some point, when you're killing thousands of people. Yeah, I know, man. I mean. But then he's mentally ill. It's very complicated. Yeah, it is very complicated. But it, and it's very easy to draw on the Batman and Joker in this situation, right? Because right. That, that's it's basically what their whole relationship dynamic is about. Batman's number one rule is he won't kill. And Joker's number one goal is to get Batman and kill him to prove that anybody can be as messed up as he is. So it's easy to, to refer to them when we're talking about this subject. But I mean, Batman, I like what Batman said once before, which was he doesn't kill the Joker because it's too, too easy. It would be too it's easy be to too kill easy. him. Not because That's it's hard to kill him. And he's not killing yeah. everybody. Because it'd be too easy. Exactly. People it would be stealing purses. He's killing them. He just he could just start killing everybody. Speeding, killing them. Because let's be let's be just, real. Did you just skip that stop sign? Bam, dad. <laughs> <laughs> like the Batman could kill a lot of people if he really really wanted to, and it would be very easy for him. But that's why he doesn't kill because it's too easy. But you do have to think to yourself: Is there a line, though? You know, do I do you feel like if to you're a in a situation point? where, and the Batman's just good of getting himself out of these situations, but, um, like the uh, the Superman movie where uh, Superman kills Zod because Zod was moments away of killing a family with heat vision. I think right. I think I feel like that with the hero. If you're in that situation where this, the only choice you have to stop them from killing somebody else. Is to kill them. Is to kill them, then you should. But I think just the if it's not in like this is about to kill, like I don't think you should just execute. Mm. Right? Yeah. Which is kind of like what happens with like the Joker a lot of times. Like either the Joker's already done the bad thing. Right. It's hardly you ever see the Joker's about to do the bad thing and Batman's only choice is to kill him. To right. save the people. Right. In which case I feel like Batman would do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true because you do, like, I guess I just think if I lived in a, if we really lived in a society with superheroes, right? Right. At what point do we say, like, yo, the only way you're really going to stop these people is if you put them in the ground. Like, they keep breaking, you can't just keep throwing them in jail. They're just going to keep getting out. You can't throw them in a mental hospital. They're just but that's keep the thing, out. because you know every state has their laws on the on the death penalty, right? And so it's the same thing. You can't just go beyond and be like, you know what? Here in this state, we don't have the death penalty for these crimes. But you know what? I'm gonna kill this person anyways. Mm. Because if they if you you say they keep getting breaking out, but if you are able to capture them and put them in the jail, that means you can also find whatever lethal injection option there is for that person. Right. And they could do it. 
So you as a superhero, what right do you have to go? Gotcha. So you're saying you should leave it up to the judicial system Correct. to make that decision. But as a hero, you shouldn't make yeah, that Yeah, you can't just make that decision yourself. I feel like the, I think that's going to be my stance. The only way or reason that a superhero could kill a villain is if it's to save somebody in that moment. Mm, okay. Not to save them from what this future crimes this person might do. Right. Not for justice for the people he's already killed, but just for that moment. Okay. I'm going to say a hero should never kill in any circumstance. Because. So you're thinking the Superman movie. Superman should have let Zod fucking heat vision that whole family. No, I think Superman should have figured out another way to stop him. That's not always an option, man. It's got to be an option. You're a hero. That's the responsibility you chose to take on. You have to be able to find another way. But what if there isn't another way? There's always another way, Sean. It's not always another way, Nick. There's always another way. He could have grabbed the dude by the neck and just flew him up. You're talking about another person that's the same amount of strength. Yeah. As him. Yeah. That's so easy. He had enough strength to snap the dude's neck. All I'm saying is that he didn't have enough strength to just like push his face down right why why doesn't he i'm just saying like okay if there's a situation where a person so do you feel life is threatened or in danger and as a hero i decide to kill the person that's threatening them like there's always another option like as a hero it is my job to figure out what that like that's the responsibility you take on as a hero i made this choice to do this which means i should have trained myself to the point but what if i can i can do that what if you thought you were prepared and you were trained to that point and you weren't so then you should not save the people by killing the person i should save the people but why do I have to kill that person? Is that really my only option? That's what we're saying. You, you you thought you were trained enough. You weren't. Your only option is to kill the villain to save the people. I mean, but heroes shouldn't kill. So you're letting the people die. I'm not letting the people die. Listen, if you were on a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. I think he's going to go back to his fucking trolley theory. I know he's going to do it. But even okay, even in that situation, it's 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 still a dilemma, right? Also, listen, should have Tony Stark not have snapped Thanos and his army away? Should he have found a different way? He could have. He could have sent them all to a different universe, to a parallel dimension. Maybe that's what he did. Bro, he killed all those people. They all turned into <laughs> dust. What you mean? They did all turn into dust. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I just wanted to argue for the sake of argument. I appreciate that. Yeah. I just didn't want it to be too easy. Yeah, basically. I mean, look, I do believe that there is a certain standard that heroes should hold themselves to. Right. And a part of that standard should be you shouldn't kill. But. Yeah, realistically. But should you always save? Yes. And I guess that's the dilemma, right? Like, what what value is more important? Saving the people or not killing, not taking a life? 
should you always save the villain? No. So you're okay with a hero not saving a villain, letting yeah. the villain just die. Yeah. But you're not okay with them, a hero killing the villain. See, I often feel as though there's too many situations where the hero does save the villain. It could be a situation the villain put themselves like, let's just say, right? How many how many times do we see in comic books or movies or TV shows where the villain has done something, they blew up something, they're in some warehouse or some shit, right? They blew something up, there's raging molt, like fire below them, they're hanging from some fucking scaffolding. And they're just, the hero's there, and it's just like, don't let, you can't let me die. You're a hero. Nah, I'm going to let you die. You put yourself in this situation. I'm going to just walk away. That's, that's like the same as killing them, though. Is it, though? It I'm, is. Not, I'm not pushing them off. I'm leaving them to their own devices. But you're not saving them. Yeah, that's true. It's the same as Daredevil dropping freaking bullseye. It's not the same. <laughs> it is the he same. Intentionally dropped him. He chose him. not to save him. He chose just to let him go. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, I, f- I agree with what you said originally. Like, if there's a situation like the Superman situation, yeah. If that was a- he felt like it was his only choice, there was nothing else he could do, then yeah, I think you should just take the villain out. All right. But you're not just going and actively killing villains. Right. Yeah. Like you said, you can't just be like, well, you know, this guy... I put him away a little while ago for doing something bad. I'm just going to go kill him now. You can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or the fucking Red Skull is plotting to blow something up and Captain America busts in before he actually does it. He shouldn't kill him. Just to, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, you're about to blow up some people. I'm freaking tired of this. I'm fucking decapitating you with this shield. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you shouldn't do that. But <laughs> anybody else, I'd say you're about to press that button. <laughs> Get it's coming off. Your head's coming off. Tired of looking at this damn red skull. Man, I'm telling you. So, yeah. All right. You got I anything else? I feel like I feel like there's probably more that we could have unpacked here. Like we probably could have gotten to a much like we, we deeper really philosophical style conversation. But I mean, I don't know. It seems pretty straightforward to me. I mean, if you want to try to get deeper, hit me with some deep shit. I ain't got nothing. It's late, Sean. It's late. <laughs> I mean, look, like I said, heroes shouldn't kill. But if it comes down to it, like, do what you got to do, man. Do what you got to do. Do you think it's irresponsible for heroes to s- let anti-heroes run rapid? Yes. Yes, I do. I was hoping you'd... Go a little no. farther into that. No. <laughs> Just give me, give me a yes. <laughs> no, I, I do think it's irresponsible because the anti-hero, I mean, like, look, in some cases, I feel like certain heroes probably just let them do it because they're just like, well, I mean, they do kind of need to go and I don't have to be <laughs> the one to do it. Their moral compass is real messed up and mine's, I keep mine straight as an arrow and let that guy do the dirty work. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I almost feel like there's a kind of balance there. Like the some heroes kind of need their anti-heroes as there to do their dirty work. But no, I, I I do think it's irresponsible to just let somebody run around killing people, saying that they're doing it for 
the good of humanity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a little crazy that all of Marvel lets the Punisher run around. Oh, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's killing everybody. That's all he's yeah, doing is killing yeah. people. He, he just murders people. There's no. I mean, there's a look. There's a lot of people in Marvel comics that they let get away with killing. Wolverine, Deadpool. You know what I mean? Like, right. They're just out killing people. Wolverine doesn't always kill people, but he doesn't hesitate. Like if he, Wolverine is kind of like an example of the person that kind of he he kind of plays the line right because. Wolverine is the kind of guy where he's like, okay, if somebody goes too far, he's like, I'm going to kill that person. Like Civil War, for example, right? Civil War all started because a group of villains, this villain named, I think his name was Nitro, if I'm not mistaken. His his ability was that he could explode his body, right? Right. He explodes his body. He blows up a school full of children. Wolverine felt like that was too far. So he then sets out on a quest to hunt this dude down and kill him. That's his goal. He's not trying to find him and bring him to justice or arrest. Him. No, he he's he's out for blood. He's like, I'm going to kill that guy. He murdered a bunch of children. Like, I'm going to kill him. And I mean, you can kind of get behind that. Right. Like, as a parent, you know what I mean? Like, as a, you're like, yeah, that dude should probably Who die. Is Wolverine to make that decision? I agree. Why is Spider Man there? Like, hey, hey, hey. Let's just arrest the guy. Yeah, we can't. We, it's not. It's not on us to do that. Yeah, I get that. But at what point do you stop believing in the judicial system, though? Because there are a lot of people who get away with a lot of stuff that they shouldn't. And as a hero, you have the power to go above that but with great power comes great responsibility who says that responsibility isn't to take care of what the judicial system fails to take care of but who is that person to decide that the judicial system's failing as a one person you can't decide that the system that's been put in place is flawed so you are gonna make your own rules maybe you've got a little bit of a following that's what i'm saying what if there are people who support you? We do live in a democracy. Majority right. rules, right? What if the majority of people are like, no, he should do that? Then what? Because the law hasn't been written that heroes can just go out and execute people like I'm not supposed to do it? Yeah, you got you to gotta work again that law passed. Mm. But in the meantime. Put that dude in jail. This murderer is just free to. Put him in jail. Look, I'm not saying you can't mess him up a bit. <laughs> Put him in the hospital for a while. Right, you rough him up? Yeah. I don't know, man. You put a guy in the hospital for a good couple months. You could. But then he gets out of the hospital and you're just like... You just put him back in the hospital. So, I'm just, <laughs> so I just repeatedly <laughs> beat this dude close to death, but I don't actually kill him. Right. You just wait until he's walking out. I mean, out look, of the to be honest, that does sound like that does sound like it'd be worse on his part. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, somebody just <laughs> beat me to death every time I beat me close to death every time I heal up. Look, look, by the time he gets to the third time around, you'll be like, I'm not gonna do anything. Or he just be like, just finish the job. Like, just take me I out mean, this time. Third time. Look, look, all right, all right. I'm gonna donate all my money to charities. 
I'm going to start building houses for the poor. Oh, my gosh. Just stop putting me back in this hospital. Yeah, that would be rough. All right. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's such a ridiculous way to end this. It was. But, hey, man, we're all about this the ridiculous. picture of Wolverine thing. just, like, waiting outside a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I forgot? I know what the day is. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking June 16th, buddy. I'm right back Bub, here. I'm wait for this day. <laughs> Bub, yeah. <Right? laughs> Claws out and everything, ready to go. I be, I was waiting for you right here. You ready? <laughs> he just proceeds to fucking murder <laughs> Beat him within an inch of his life again. Crazy, man. Crazy Welcome, Here you go, Doc. Heal him up again. <laughs> I'll be back. How long do you think his recovery is going to take? Wolverine's just sitting in the waiting room. <laughs> the doctor comes out. He's like, well, you did a number on him this time. <laughs> and he's probably, he probably won't be back up on his feet for like another two and a half months. <laughs> making jokes about not having a healing factor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, the two, two and, and a half months. Two and a half months. I'd be ready in two and a half minutes. All right, two and a half months. What is it? June sixteenth. Got it. I'll be back August. Just puts it down in his calendar. Yep. Ready to go. All right. Let them know where they can reach us, Sean. All right, guys, you can reach us at Close Calls Pod. You can do it. Uh, you can write us an email on Gmail. Mm-hmm. You can uh, hit us up on Twitter, yep, Facebook, yep. Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Uh. Let us know if uh, we surprised you with any of these dark moments. Let us know if there's a dark moment you felt like we should have shared. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Let us know your feelings on if heroes should kill. Yeah, when when necessary. When sure. necessary. Does that still make them a hero, or does that automatically qualify them as an anti-hero? Yeah. You kill once, and then you're an anti-hero? Mm, good question. Good question. If you don't know what an anti-hero is, go back and listen to our episode where we broke down what an anti-hero is. And then come back and send us the, the email about what you think. For sure. All right, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye.